In last week's episode, I mentioned that building relationships with my students is my most important work. One avenue that I utilize to facilitate this is called morning meeting. Today, I will share three tips for making morning meeting meaningful because I have tried them and they have proven to do just that. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me here again at the Teacher's Tribe podcast. I am your host, Maxine McFarlane. A couple years ago during our pre-opening summer PD sessions, my assistant principal introduced us to the responsive classroom strategy that is called morning meeting. This strategy was implemented school-wide and it quickly became one of the highlights of my day in in the classroom. I even went out and purchased my very own copy of the book called The Morning Meeting Book, which was written by Roxanne Create and Carol Davis. I believe that morning meeting or some type of forum like that which can facilitate the same kind of interactions should be a priority in every classroom. This is definitely going to be important if or when schools reopen for the new school year. For those of you who are not familiar with this strategy, let me quickly share an overview of what it is as it is described in the book that I referenced earlier. And here's a quote. Morning meeting lasts up to a half hour each day and is made up of four sequential components, greeting, sharing, group activity, and morning message. Daily practice of the four components gradually weave a web that binds a class together. So let me tell you some more about the components. The first one is the greeting. Students greet each other by name, often including handshaking, singing, movement, and other activities. I have selected a theme song for my students and we sing it every morning while we're greeting each other. And it just, so once I cue the music and the students hear the the first note, they start getting up from their seats, pushing under their chairs and greeting their friends. They can choose to greet their friends with a high five, a handshake, a hug, or a simple hello. The second component is sharing. Students share some news of information about themselves and respond to each other, articulating their thoughts, feelings, and ideas in a positive way. And this to me is the heart of morning meeting. When students get to talk with each other, to share, and we get to actively listen and respond. The third component is group activity. The whole class does a short, inclusive activity together, reinforcing learning and building class cohesion through active participation. And this part of the morning meeting allows students to sometimes practice skills or concepts that they have learned in previous lessons, or we use it sometimes for team building, because group work is not something that just comes naturally to students. They have to learn how to share, they have to learn how to collaborate, and the group activity during morning meeting facilitates that. The fourth component is morning message. 
Students practice academic skills and warms up for the day ahead by reading and discussing a daily note to the class hosted by their teacher. I typically write my morning message the morning off. Even though I plan ahead and have a general idea of what I might want to focus on, I like to write it the morning off the, um, the day I'm going to use it because it is current to what is happening and I can cite exactly what um, we're doing or what the students can relate to, which is a, one of the tips that will be coming up later. Now that you have a general idea of the framework for morning meeting, I want to go ahead and share the three tips that I've selected for making this time meaningful for your students. I could certainly come up with many more tips, but I'm just going to keep it to three for, the, for today. Tip number one, make your morning message relatable. And that is why I choose to do mine the morning off because I want it to be current to what, what we're dealing with at the time. The only part of my morning message every day that were predictable were my greeting, signature, and bitmoji. So I typically will start my message with good morning scholars, or I substitute a synonym for scholars. But I, I stick to, once I introduce scholars, I tend to stick with that one because it introduces them to a word that they're not so used to hearing. And I usually sign my message at the end with Mrs. M and I put a bitmoji, sometimes related to whatever is contained in the message. So the content of my message always included either an event that was happening that day or maybe that week. If there was no special event happening, I may even include the special class that they would have on that particular day, which could be music, art, PE, media, science, Spanish, or guidance. The morning message may also highlight a classmate's birthday, an activity or a topic that we would be exploring that day, or a character trait that I wanted students to work on or focus on. So these are all examples of tasks, activities, or events that the students would be engaged in on that particular day. Doing this also allowed students to have a sense of what to expect throughout the day. And some of them really need that in order to get mentally prepared for things that, that may create some anxiety for some students. It could also help them to be prepared for something on, this, on the schedule. For example, getting their books from their backpacks so that they can have them ready to be returned to the library that afternoon. Or someone may need to call home because they forgot something that they need for one of the events that I made note of in the morning, in the morning message. When students can relate and make connections to what is in the message, they will be more inclined to engage in that component and more easily discuss what is read. So it's not just a message that about something totally foreign to them. It's something that's a part of their life in the classroom or during their school day. I also like to ask questions or cite earlier experiences that students can all relate to. For example, I may ask them a question like, did you see flowers on your way to school this morning? Or I may say, I was exhausted when I went home yesterday after our walking field trip. How did you feel when you got home? So these questions 
open the door to more dialogue because I have pulled their attention to something that we all experience together, something that they can relate to. Tip number two, establish norms to make it a safe space for students to share. I believe that the sharing component of morning meeting can be very powerful, and yet it can also be a scary experience for some students. In an attempt to establish expectations, I like to share information about myself. You know, I'll talk about my thoughts and feelings during the initial period of building relationships at the beginning of the school year. Sharing in morning meeting allows students to learn about each other and to engage in various ways. This provides a framework for them to develop empathy, which is such a valuable skill. It also allows them to become more socially aware and to consider other people's perspectives. As teachers, we must be the facilitators for these things to happen. So we must also model how to respond to what is shared. We have to show our students what constructive, purposeful questions and insightful comments are. By responding to questions and sharing our own thoughts and ideas, we're showing our students what they can also do. I have a zero tolerance for any sign of ridicule or demeaning behavior, especially during our morning meeting. I want to hold it as a sacred space. And so I deliberately foster an environment of mutual respect and patience. In this space, students have the option to refrain from sharing if they feel uncomfortable, or maybe they're just not in a good mood, or they need more thinking time. As I do that, I'm modeling for my students what they should be doing for their peers. So if somebody gets stuck on an answer, they will learn how to wait and to give their friends a chance to come up with an answer. And they will be respectful and supportive during that time. I also like to celebrate students for just participating. It, the most important thing to me is not that their answer is correct, but that they were brave enough to attempt to answer and I make a big deal of that. In my experience, I usually have the opposite problem though of too many students wanting to share. And in my opinion, that's a good problem to have. My third tip is to follow up and provide feedback. Morning meetings provide wonderful opportunities for us to connect with our students. That's why I love it so much. Sometimes, Time or environment does not allow for a thorough exp exploration of some of the issues that are raised in that setting. It is important for teachers to capitalize on these connections and provide support and feedback at other times outside of morning meeting. I like to initiate conversations with my students when we're outside during recess time. And these conversations are based on things that they may have shared earlier in the day, like at morning meeting time, and we didn't have enough time to talk about it deeply. So now we're outside in a more relaxed environment, and they're away from the formal structure of the classroom without, without all that peer attention. So students may choose to share the details related to something that they talked about during morning meeting, and they get the chance to enjoy the attention that I can provide at that time. One of the things that my students enjoy is my written feedback. 
that I provide in a what I call a hashtag note based on something they shared in a note to me. And I mentioned the hashtag notes in the previous episode and how it was such a valuable tool for connecting with my students. And even when we moved into remote learning, it was something that I was able to adjust and make an electronic version so they could communicate with me. And that was one of the two, the assignments that got the greatest level of participation each week. So when they write to me, I write back a hashtag note to them. So their hashtag note says, hashtag I wish my teacher knew. And when I respond, my note says, hashtag now your teacher knows. And it is just amazing to see how my students' faces light up because they recognize that I took the time to write to them personally and what I'm writing is based on something they shared and we're making an even deeper connection. They also get excited when they receive what I call a greatness note from me. And that is something they can take home to share with their families. Now this greatness note is something specific to the student who receives it and it clearly recognizes the student for something he or she did and I always make a point to highlight the quality of greatness that I recognize in the student and that I'm also celebrating. I have found this to be quite impactful. The greatness note is something that even the families get excited about. Parents are very proud of their children when they take these notes home and they sometimes may even write a note back to me on the back of the note and return it to school or they will put it up on their refrigerator send me an email or a message to say how much it meant to their child through these notes i'm able to connect with my students on a very personal level James Comer really knew what he was talking about when he said, no significant learning can occur without a significant relationship. That is a big part of why I take the time every year to make connections with my students and to have those significant relationships. I have prepared a free resource that you can download from my blog at theteacherstribe.com. If you're interested in having a template that you can use for greatness notes for your students. As we all look ahead to the upcoming school year, let's start thinking about what we can do to connect more meaningfully with our students. They will definitely need it, especially this year. Until the next episode, walk good and one love.